0: Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me for another bonus episode in this series in which I'm sharing our family's experiences in the last year of our daughter Hannah's life, which spanned from February 2008 through February 2009. My desire is to process through the events of those 12 months with a perspective that 16 years has brought and to point people to hope in Jesus along the way. I'm grateful that you've joined me. February 19, 2008, doctor visits and referrals. So we had two kids with two very different health problems to take to the doctor at the same time. I was working as an independent contractor speech pathologist at the time, so if I missed work, I didn't get paid. Their appointments were in the morning, so we decided that Brad would use half a sick day and bring them to the doctor, and then I would come home at lunch and spend the rest of the day with them so he could go on to work. I went to work that morning, but I honestly don't remember anything I did while I was there. I'm sure I saw my students, but my therapy couldn't have been very effective. My mind was on my girls and what in the world was going on with them. How could both of them have such weird health issues at the same time? Finally, I got my hours completed and headed home. Brad and the girls arrived about the same time I did, and while they ate lunch, we talked. They had done a new set of chest x-rays on Bethany to check the status of her pneumonia, but her lungs looked good. The doctor suspected that her ongoing malaise and fatigue may be due to mononucleosis, so he had referred her to our local hospital for an ultrasound of her liver and spleen. He had scheduled an appointment for this to be done that afternoon. Okay, I could deal with mono. I'd had mono in college. It wasn't fun, but it wasn't so bad. What about Hannah? He described how the advanced practice nurse had done a thorough examination of Hannah, and everything seemed to be fine. When she checked her pupil reactions, however, Hannah's pupils did not respond to the light. Normally, pupils will constrict when a light is shined into them, but Hannah's did not. They remained enlarged. The APRN asked the doctor to come in and check her pupils with the same results. Because of these issues with her eyes, the doctor wrote a referral for Hannah to see an ophthalmologist and made the appointment for that afternoon. I was still taking all this in when Brad handed me the written referral, and I saw the name of the ophthalmologist. That name. Could that be our friend from college, the guy who had sung in our wedding over 20 years ago? That's how he spelled his last name. Was he a doctor now? I guess we would find out. So now we had two kids with two very different health problems going to two different doctors at the same time. It was time to divide and conquer it was decided that I would take Bethany for her ultrasound and Brad would take Hannah to the ophthalmologist. Hannah's doctor didn't seem to be terribly concerned at this point and Bethany actually seemed to be far sicker than she was. Bethany's appointment was uneventful. The ultrasound was completed and we were told we'd probably get the results the next day. I took her home and anxiously waited for Brad and Hannah to arrive. When they got home, I grilled Brad for details. The ophthalmologist was indeed our old friend, and they had spent a good bit of their appointment getting reacquainted. He examined her and was able to get her pupils to constrict with the use of some eye drops. He told Brad that the antihistamines we'd been given her could possibly have caused the pupil dilation, but he added, if it were my daughter, I'd want her to have an MRI. An MRI was scheduled for the next morning.